Well, hey, 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 everybody. Happy uh, Corona Day quarantine number 37 or something. I don't know what it is. Let's do another car cast. So, um, I am excited to talk once again about health and wellness and building good habits and losing weight and becoming uh, healthier versions of ourselves. Uh, and I understand that some people, uh, I'm just going to lose some people throughout, you know, this whole process or, or, or lose, you know, some people that want to disengage from this. We're in the middle of, you know, coronavirus and, um, or maybe not even the middle. We're at the beginning. I don't know. And I can fully appreciate and have already gotten some messages from people wanting me to not talk about this at all, um, and just stick to my lane or whatever that might be. Um, well, number one, I don't have a lane. I'm j- again, I'm just a dude, so I'm going to pretty much just say whatever the fuck I want to say. Um, and number two, I'm happy to focus on these things. We do need to talk about this. We need to talk about our health, our wellness. We need to talk about our physical health. We need to talk about what we're eating. We need to talk about how our mental health is doing, how our spiritual health is. We need to talk about how this is affecting all of those things. For me to act like this isn't happening right now or to completely ignore um, you know, something that may be a defining event of the goddamn century uh, seems really stupid to me as well and very disingenuous. So, um, I, again, I'm this the car cast and the group is certainly not a place for me to um, express my, you know, uh, maybe personal views or political. I don't even want to call it political because I'm not really into politics, but my views on maybe what else is going on <clears throat> due to uh, coronavirus and COVID 19. Um, but I think that I can focus on talking about our health and our wellness without making that. I mean, that's obviously a part of it again, right? Because we, we have to talk about the reality is, is that it's affected, you know, it's affected my life. It's affected your life. It may have impacted your eating habits. Okay. So from time to time, you know, I'm going to, there's going to be a little bit of uh, a talk about this or it's going to come up. So I don't know, man, if that, uh, I, I guess one of the beautiful things about all this is that anybody who's ever given me shit about this, I'm like, well, you know, then don't tune in or don't listen or, you know, move right along. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm, my whole thing is I, I, at least when it comes to weight loss, right. I feel like I figured something out, uh, about six years ago, I started on a process that it seemed to work for me and, you know, helped me lose 150 pounds in, in about 18 months or so. And I've been able in large part to keep that off. Now, obviously, I might you go up and down sometimes. Yes, of course. I always walk around at 170. Fuck no. Uh, but for, for the most part, um, I would say that I've been successful keeping the weight, lo- weight loss off and I don't um, have any desire to uh, eat myself back to 350 pounds or even 250 pounds. In fact, I don't ever want to be above 200 pounds ever again in my life. I don't know if that's too ambitious of me to say, but anyway, trying to keep it under control. So that being said, um, for those of you guys that are tuning back in and all I want to do is be helpful. That's fucking it. That's the whole thing. 
uh, if I can just encourage you a little bit, if I can give you um, some information that helps you along your journey, if I can say something that maybe challenges one of your assumptions about weight loss or, or health and helps you you know, come to a better position for yourself, that's great. And uh, with all of this, you know, I've always said, even before Corona craziness happened, that um, there is not one path. Um, there's not even one path for each individual person. There's a lot of different ways to get to where you want to go. Some might be better than others, though. So let's explore that and let's try and figure out um, the way to maximize our health um, in in ways that work work for us and in our lives. So what a crazy fucking six weeks or whatever it's been, you know. Um, and like I mentioned last time, I'm, I'm just tired of not being able to. Um, you know, live my normal life, which I understand a lot of people are probably feeling that frustration. And, um, and it's not that I'm not willing to, you know, make sacrifices or stay home, uh, to help other people out. I'm also fully on board with doing whatever we need to do to protect, uh, people that are, are vulnerable. But, you know, uh, all I, all I'm saying is that for, for me, just sitting at home and not being able to engage in regular routines and kind of feeling like my conversation about all this has gotten sidetracked is a bummer. And I am, I just want to talk about it more. I miss talking about health and wellness with people. I miss helping people in that capacity. And uh, I want to keep doing that. So let's talk for a few minutes about, um, you know, what, what does this start to look like? What does climbing out of the hole uh, start to look like for those of you that have either maintained your weight loss or struggled a little bit? I know some of y'all are doing fantastic and that's awesome. Um, And I would put myself in the category, I think I'm up about 10 pounds in quarantine Um, overall, maybe a little bit less. I don't know. Let's call it 10 pounds. Um, How much of that is water, you know, like how much of that is body fat? I don't know. When I get back to the grind, I guess we'll, we'll figure it out. But, um, so I would definitely put myself in the, in the camp of people that need to, um, you know, that, that quarantine life has been different than what regular life, as far as my eating and, uh, drinking habits have been. So what does it mean to, to start to, to get yourself out of this? How do you get back to building habits when your life is, you know, in chaos. One of the things that I have talked about in the past is designing your ideal day or your perfect day. So what you could do is in the midst of of quarantine, and I've talked about this a lot, how I'll lay in bed at night, and I know a lot of you do this too, where you get on your phone and you check social media, you know, you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or whatnot, um, and it's pretty much just mindless scrolling or interacting or or watching cat videos on social media for however long you do that before you go to bed. When what you could do is take five minutes, maybe not even, think about what you have in the fridge or if you're going to the store uh, that next day or whatever it is, think about what your day needs to look like food-wise, nutrition-wise, and enter that shit into your uh, food tracker the night before. Have a plan going into every day. Uh, Start with it in your mind, and it's even better if you put it into your 
uh, tracker. And then that way, what you're doing is just pl- planning out. You just you plan a good day ahead of time and go, yep, because it's very e- it's much easier to be honest with yourself the night ahead and say, yeah, this is going to be this is what a good day looks like. You're not going to fucking put into my fitness pal or your macro counter like three Oreos at 2 p.m. You know, or maybe you do, and then put you know a cupcake at four, and then you know whatever else it is, nutty bars at 6:30 because I couldn't help myself while I was watching Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> something like that. You know, that's the things that that's tripping a lot of people up is a little bite here, a little snack there. Um, it, but if you plan your day out and then you work the plan that you have for yourself, you're going to see a lot, a lot more success. So if you're not doing this already, think about the day, uh, you know, before you go to bed at night, think about what the, a successful tomorrow looks like, build it into your, your food planner and then walk it out throughout the day. It's going to be tough, but at least you have a plan where you go, Oh, uh, and when you go, should I eat this? Should I not? And you're standing there in the kitchen. There's fucking nothing hold it. You're just like, ah, okay, just a little, just one Oreo, one whatever it is. And that might lead to three or four, but hey, at least it wasn't the whole package, right? But if you have said to yourself the day before, I'm not doing that. That's not what tomorrow looks like for me. Tomorrow's an Oreo-free day or a soda-free day or an alcohol-free day or whatever. When you're in the kitchen alone with your dirty old self <laughs> and you get that urge, oh, let me just grab this cookie, let me grab this snack or these, you know, let me let me have a little, let me sneak a little meal in here, whatever it is. It, you already know that you have your things planned out. It's a lot easier for you to disengage from that situation and say, no, I know what my calories are for today. I know what my macros are for today. This is going to put me outside of my my plan. I'm going to go ahead and skip it because I know that I've got dinner coming or I've got, you know, a snack that I did build in to my plan coming, you know, later tonight or this afternoon, whatever. So that would be the first thing uh, that I'd recommend is try to think through at least just one one day at a time. Uh, I know that it's really tough right now, um, but I think a lot of us can actually look one day ahead. I, I know I can. There's a lot of shit fucking up in the air for me. Man, a lot of shit. A lot of uncertainty. Um, but for the most part, you know, I, I can think ahead one day and I can think through my day and what I'm going to be eating uh, and how I'm doing it. So I mentioned this in the group, but I'll just, I'll tell it to you guys here as well. Um, what I've been doing, um, I'm not saying that I totally recommend this. It's what's been working for me in quarantine outside of the first couple weeks. The first couple weeks were a shit show, y'all. I've said that a few times in the group. Uh, my nutrition just wasn't on point. I was, I basically took it as, uh, I think, you know, there was some stress, anxiety eating along with the uncertainty thing. So I just kind of said, Hey, fuck it. And the first couple weeks were just a lot of off, just junk food eating, basically, you know, junk food meals, pizza and burgers and fries and, you know, desserts and I mean, just bullshit, you know, just processed bullshit. Um, so since then, what I have found that works for me is doing one meal a day. Um, I know that again, this may not work for everybody. So basically I drink coffee in the morning. Uh, I have coffee with sugar-free creamer, um, in the morning, um, at five or six o'clock or so, I may have a cocktail or two. Um, it's usually vodka soda. 
So keeping my cow, I know it's not great. Listen, I'm not fucking trying to brag here, basically confessing my sins, <laughs> truly. But um, not every night, but but um, encroaching more into the weekdays than I I, I should be okay with. Uh, but it is what it is, right? Okay, so I drink coffee in the morning, sugar-free creamer. It's probably like. 30 ounces of coffee and um, probably four tablespoons of sugar-free creamer. Um, Cocktail or two uh, during cocktail hour. And then I have dinner uh, around seven or eight o'clock. It's uh, one meal a day. I've been posting my dinners a lot of days, but it's always the same. It's a lot of the same shit, y'all. And it's not exciting. I've been doing a lot of burger salads. So I make a big salad uh, and then I do, I I pan fry up some... um, uh, beef patties, and sometimes I'll throw a slice of cheese on them, um, and then all the fixings. I'll do a little bit of mayo, pickles, mustards, a little bit of ketchup, um, I get the low sugar stuff, or no sugar added from the store with the, with the ketchup, or, or a barbecue sauce, I do that too. So it's not like, I mean, it's, this isn't like fucking earth-shattering stuff here, um, you know, I'm just, that's just what I'm doing. It's a big dinner, I mean, I'm eating, you know... 1500, 1800 calories in my dinner all at one sitting. So it's a lot, you know, I get a lot of greens in. That's one thing I've been doing really good at. I I think person I'm happy with is still getting a lot of leafy greens in, um, eating a lot of salad still. Um, yeah, so that's how I'm getting it in. Um, I'm doing the other night we did eggplant parm, which is really, really good with Turkey, Italian Turkey sausage and homemade sauce. Um, doing stuff that's like, you know, regular meals, just trying to, you know, again, following the rules, keeping the sugar out, no, you know, keeping carbs and grains away. I'm having a few ounces of alcohol at half, you know, at five o'clock or six o'clock, whatever. Um, and I'm trying to keep my calories in check. It's the four rules, man. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. It's just how I do what I do. Um, and that, and that's really it. Um, again, not by any means trying to create some picture that I've been perfect at all, fluffier than I want to be and and all that sort of stuff. But that's where I'm at right now. Okay. So, so getting back to, and let me wrap this up here. The first thing I said was plan your meals out, plan your meals out. Um, and then the second thing I would do is try, try to find some kind of consistency. I don't love one meal a day and I don't love, you know, there's a lot that I don't like about it, but it's, it's easy. I don't have to think about anything. Um, when I plan the meal out, I know, I know what I'm getting and all I have to do is just fucking not have some goddamn self-control and not eat until dinner time. And then I eat a big, a big dinner. I'm, I'm usually still full in the morning. I get up, I have coffee throughout the morning till about noon. Um, and then I have my dinner at seven or eight. So it's, it's not, I'm not saying that it's the best routine, or the best habit, but for right now, it's the one that I can keep going, you know? And I think that that's kind of what I'm telling you guys. If you're all over the place with your, you know, your, your eating schedule, what you're eating, when you're eating, how much, everything's like crazy chaotic, just rain, trying to rein that in a little bit. And that's all I've, I've, you know, done with one meal a day is just found a way to rein it in. But for you, it might be a big breakfast and then a light dinner. And, you know, you've got that planned out, whatever it is, um, you know, you've got to make it work for you. So that's my tips for today's car cast. Okay. Getting back, crawling out of the pit. My, my advice is plan your day the next day 
and start trying to find some sort of habit that you can kind of, you know, keep and, and maintain and hang, you know, uh, like keep going during, during quarantine, at least, you know, however long this is going to, going to go and, and last for you. So listen, I mean, I know, uh, it may, that may just seem like kind of some simple basic stuff, but, um, you know, right now, you know, like a lot of us, I'm trying to focus on the basics and, um, you know, and, and keep those going, keep myself reasonably healthy. Um, I know I could be doing better. I know I could be doing worse. If you're in the same boat, that's okay, man. Um, and in the meantime, just trying to make sense of all the fucking madness that is going on in our world and all of the uncertainty and craziness. So, um, listen, if you've been affected by coronavirus or COVID-19, I want you to know that, uh, I, I, uh, you know, I have tons of love for you and, um, feel horrible at the way that this has affected so many people, uh, not just with the disease, but also folks that are, uh, struggling with, um, job situations and stress with their rent. And if you've got kids and I mean, God damn, it's, it's affecting every one of us. And I think that, um, you know, we need to all really love each other and, and, and pull together and, um, speak up for one another. We, the people, the fucking people need to start speaking up for one another. So, um, I will do my best to speak up for you if you've been affected for this, uh, by this and however you've been affected by this. And I hope that, uh, if, if and when the day comes that I need you to speak for me, you'd be willing to speak up for me too. Much love y'all. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep focused. Um, life is better healthy and life's better putting good things in your body. So keep moving your body, keep loving yourself, keep putting good things in and, uh, um, we'll just keep on plugging away. All right. Much love y'all. Talk to you again real soon. Bye. Hey, 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 kids. You can probably hear that beeping sound. That means I'm in my car. And I'm going to record another car cast. Here we go. What's up, everybody? So, uh, this, this one might sound a little bit different. My, uh, phone, uh, is going to die. So I am just using my, um, my, uh, my phone to record this, not the, not the microphone. So I apologize if the sound is shitty. I don't know exactly where, right there. Ooh, that's kind of gross. Hang on a second. Let me, uh, let me figure this out. I don't really know where to put this. How about there? Right there. Does that sound good? Okay. I'm going to leave it right there for now. Hey everybody. So uh, I think this should be about car cast number four back post coronavirus COVID craziness. It's definitely still going on, but uh, we need to talk about how to maximize our health and that includes our mental health and and our uh, physical health as well. As we still don't all have answers during this whole whole process. So, what I want to talk to you about in today's carcast is um, is action. And um, I think I've used I, I've I've uh, 
I've used this example before, so forgive me if you if you've heard this. Have you seen the movie uh, Batman? Uh, Batman Begins, I believe, from maybe like 2006, 2005. The original Christopher the first, or I should say the first Christopher Nolan Batman movie, I believe. There's a scene where um, uh, Bruce Wayne, I think it's Bruce Wayne, whatever, it's Christian Bale is talking to the um, Gyllenhaal girl. <laughs> Sounds like my fucking grandpa right now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Miss Gyllenhaal. And, uh, and uh, I forget what he says to her. But she says something back to him that has always stuck with me. And she goes, that's, she essentially says, that's where you're wrong, Bruce. It's not who you are underneath, but it's what you do that defines you. And I have struggled with that idea for most of my life because um, if you're heavy, maybe you can relate to this. Um, I, I always felt like being heavy presented a different version of myself to most people um, who saw me than who I felt like I was underneath. And I was raised <clears throat> in an environment or come from an environment where not that what you do isn't important, but where what's much more important is your heart, essentially. Um, there's a saying from my culture that says, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at your heart. And um, there's, there's truth to that, okay? But the way that I misapplied that was that I didn't... I was so concerned with my character and my spirit, and again, nothing wrong with that, but I did it at the detriment of my physical being and there is something wrong with that okay I was so concerned about you know who I was as a person that I completely neglected to care for my the body that was carrying that person around to be really honest and, and blunt with you now the exploration of all that is a therapy session so I'm not going to do that but the principle behind it is something that we can all apply to our lives. And what I had missed, which is what I want to encourage you to think about, is that we can have good intentions and good thoughts and and all the, the, the best hopes and well wishes for our life, for our future, for our health, for our kids, for our families. But ultimately, listen here, if we don't bring our actions into harmony with what we're saying inwardly we're not going to actually this is getting really woo woo sorry we're not going to manifest or we're not going to create or we're not going to become maybe that's a less woo woo word we're not going to become the person that we're aiming to become because the only way the difference between getting to the person that you are trying to become and who you are right now is what you do, not what you say or who you think you are underneath. And that's really hard, especially for those of us that are very thoughtful people or introverted 
people um, because you spend a lot of time inside and you can get to, get to know yourself and work on yourself and those are really good things. You should do those things. You should work on your character. You should work inwardly on your uh, self-talk. Make it more kind and loving and positive. You should work inwardly on your peace. You should work inwardly on your um, uh, acceptance of things that you are not in control of. Um, you should work inwardly on uh, your uh, the, the kindness of your spirit towards yourself, towards others, towards the environment in which you, you live. I mean, all of that, from the smallest to, to the biggest uh, environment. Interpret that however you need to interpret that, okay? It's definitely open for your interpretation. But, one, the, 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 the thing I'm trying to get out, let me cut to the, the chase here, is that nothing changes without action. Nothing changes without action. And that's the fucking hard thing right now when we're all sitting around waiting for someone else to take action. I'm if you're like me, you you might feel like you're just not in control of any of this stuff. In in some ways, in a lot of ways you may not even feel like you're in control or even care to be in control of uh, what you're putting in your mouth, in your body. Because so much is uncertain. You might be struggling with that. Now listen, I want to just pause here. And I want to say to, to anybody that has figured out a way, or who has not figured out a way, but who, who has disciplined themselves and their mind and their vision during this quarantine to get either more conscientious about your nutrition, your workouts, if you've made improvements, if you're making long strides or even baby steps, I commend you, man. I My hat is off to you. That is not fucking easy. You are in, you are in rare company, I promise you. There are not many humans doing what you're doing. And um, I, I applaud you and I, I say keep it up. Fucking nice job, man. Nice job. Uh, but the reality is, a lot of us were in this group because we need to talk about shit because we're not perfect. And listen, those of you that maybe are even doing great right now, um, come back and listen to this at a time where you, you, you start to struggle. That's just a part of the journey, you know, the, the whole, the struggle's real, bro. Struggle's real. You know, it's kind of an overplayed um, saying, but it's it's real. We all we all have to struggle. Some of us are, are struggling really hard right now. So, um, getting back on 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 topic here, it is not what you say you're going to do. You can say whatever you want to say. Talk is cheap. Actions speak, and it's it's hard, man. It's hard, especially when you're when you're battling inside yourself, and you don't feel like doing it. You don't want to do it, and 
it uh there's a million reasons why why not to um it's tough but ultimately let me ask you this do you have a choice do you have a choice I don't know I act as if I do I have to live my life as if I have a choice and man, I'm, maybe most of the people are like Bob what the fuck are you talking about How, of course I have a choice I can turn left I can turn right I can do this today I can do that today we always have a choice but it's just hard to make that choice sometimes okay well, let, why? let's get down to that why is it hard why is it hard to make that choice? Hmm. How can we? Who who's making the choice? This is the this is weird. This is the weird thing about being a human. I didn't want to eat that thing, but I did it anyway. Wait, I didn't want to, but I did it anyway. What? But so then, at some level, you did want to. So you wanted to, and you didn't want to at the same time. <laughs> Welcome to being a human being. This shit is complicated, man. It's hard. It's not easy. Okay? But, for the best, to the best of our ability, we have to fight to make those choices. We have to fight to continue to take action every single day. It is tough, man. And listen, in the midst of of coronavirus and COVID and everything else going on, the immense amount of uncertainty that is driving fear and anxiety, some of it totally warranted, some of it probably not. Um, it is difficult to remain steadfast in the face of great challenges like this. So here is my question to you. Who are you really who are you really who are you trying to become do you have a vision for a version of yourself that is different than who you are today. Between this date and three months from now, what do you got to do? Who are you trying to be in a year? What are the steps to get there? Here's something that you can do that will help. I love golf, man. I love golf. <laughs> um, for those of you that, that uh, don't know me personally, um, before jujitsu um, and before running and, and lifting weights, while I was heavy, golf was my like physical thing. 
So while I was a heavy person, I started golfing in 2006, and I got really obsessed with it and pretty okay at it. Pretty, I'm pretty okay <laughs> at golf. Anyway, I played a lot of golf uh, when I was younger. That was my, my obsession. And one of the things that you do in golf, or that a lot of people do in golf, is that when you have to hit a long shot, could be a drive, an iron, um, or a putt, that's where I use this trick the most. When you have to hit a long shot, let's talk about putting because every, most everybody understands putting. So let's say you're 25 feet away from the hole. Your ball is 25 feet away. What a lot of people will do is they will pick a target two or three feet out. So they'll, they'll draw an imaginary line, an imaginary path from where their ball is currently at. And if they hit, were able to get it from that spot to the hole, and they imagine the different curves and bends it's gonna take getting there, and then they aim for the spot that they have to hit that is two or three feet out. And they know that if they can put the ball on the path between where it's starting and about two or three feet out, that their chances of, of being on, on line extrapolated over 25 feet is much better. So as you're crawling out of this, and especially if you have lost some progress or feel discouraged or gained back weight, here's something I want you to do. I want you to think about 30, 60, 90 days. Maybe start with 90. I think that's a really good benchmark. And go, okay, man, if I'm X amount overweight, if I'm X body percentage, body fat percentage right now, what could I reasonably, if I followed the four rules really strictly, or if I got back on my nutrition plan really strictly, what do I think would be a really, if I really did it all the way, like perfectly, where could I be in 90 days? Boom, that's your first target goal. And if you can go, man, in 90 days, if I really did this right and I made every day pretty much what it needed to be in 90 days, I think I could be here. Then go, okay. Where do I gotta be in 60 days to kind of be on track? And what do I gotta do for the next 30 days in a row? What does that mean? It starts, it means that I start today or I start tomorrow with this nutritional plan. And if you remember what I told you in the last car cast was the night before, put your plan in to your, to your, uh, ca your calorie tracker, your food planner, and plan it out. The principle here is ultimately is leveraging your mind and the power of, of your mind and planning to create a game plan for success that you can stick with, that you, you have planned out, that you have thought through, and that you have committed to yourself to follow. You have to commit to yourself to follow these things as well. And that's that's the development of self-discipline, self-determination, and self-accountability, self-responsibility, all that kind of stuff that you need to have in order to not only you know lose weight, but also just better yourself as a human being. 
I don't know if those things happen without, without that kind of uh, work, and it is work. So listen, you aim, you aim for a high standard, you don't make it, it's okay. I tell my kids all the time, what happens if we miss? We try again, Papa. That's it. Dress up, try again. You fall down, get the fuck up and try again. You have a shitty day, don't fucking worry about it. Next day, try again. Have a shitty week, fucking put it behind you. Don't don't succumb to, oh, I gotta fast for three days, or I gotta do this crazy thing, or I gotta no, motherfucker. You know what the plan is, you know what the rules are. Work at getting better at it. Don't hate yourself when you mess up. Fuel yourself to make yourself better. Remember how you don't like it when you fuck up. So you go, you know, last time I was tempted to eat the Oreos, I keep thinking I want these Oreos, but in the end, I fucking am not happy when I eat the Oreos. I don't know why I keep going back to Oreos. God, I fucking love some Oreos. And I haven't had Oreos in a long-ass time. But, uh, woof. Every once in a while. Just not all the time, okay? And what you realize is, when you start introspecting, getting introspective, I should say, introspecting, getting introspective, when you do the thing that you say you don't want to, but you give in anyway, and you start thinking about it, you go, yeah, I don't want to fucking do that. But some there's this trigger in me that keeps doing this. So I have to use my mind, address the issues of my ego and you know, my subconscious desires and all that kind of stuff to say, recognize when I'm going through this fucking weird loop about, well, I'm going to go through the drive through I'm going to eat the Oreo. You fill in your thing. It might be hiding food. It might be secret drive-in trips. It might be lying about shit to your partner. It might be lying about shit to yourself. It might be just going easy on yourself. Sure, I'll have another frozen pizza tonight. Sure, I'll have another case of, of porter beers or you know, whatever it is. And you start going, am I really okay with how this ends afterwards? And no, I don't want to sacrifice right now. But what does it mean if I don't do it? And what will it mean if I do? Well, if I don't do it, then I continue to feel stuck. I don't make any progress. It makes me feel bad. It, then feeling bad makes me more susceptible to giving in. Okay, what happens if I resist? Well, it's hard. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. It's yucky feeling inside. I squirm because I want that thing. But then I power through. And eventually the feeling of uncomfortableness goes away. And a feeling of strength starts developing. I start recognizing that I had a little victory. I start feeling proud. I start wondering, can I have more victories? I start stacking up little victories. Saying no to one fucking Oreo is pretty goddamn cool. And then you realize, man, all I, I have to do is I just say no two, three, four days in a row. Man, and I start to feel momentum building. 
and I start to feel resilience building. And I start to get this feeling like, damn, I did this three days, now four days, now I can string together a week, now I can put together a month. Once I got a month, yeah, maybe I fucked up, I go off the deep and I have a bad week. Okay, but no, God damn it, I did a month. Man, I could do another month, let's do another month. You get through a month and you build your strength and you build and you create your own momentum. This is what I want you to understand. Getting motivated from fucking Goggins and Jocko Willink and Joe Rogan or uh, any of those, like, you know, Tony Robbins, any of those, whoever motivates you, type you. I'm sure there's a bunch of chick ones too. Fucking Ellen pumps me up, Oprah, I don't know. You know, but people that pump us up, that's awesome. And there, there are certainly people like Goggins and Willink and, you know, tough motherfuckers like that that have certainly inspired me and influenced me for sure. But they're not there every fucking day of my life. I realized at the end of the day that I had to build my own motivation. I had to, I had to become my own motivation. I had to build my own, my own momentum. And that gets built step by step, lift by lift, training session by training session, meal by meal, day by day, sometimes fucking hour by hour. But the good news is you can build it too. All of the raw materials that you need to get motivated and build momentum to see more success is 100% available to you today, right now. Get after it, motherfuckers. Get after it. Shit is crazy and ain't nobody coming to fucking save you but yourself. Nobody. So I don't know, man. I don't know where all this is going, but I do know that I'd like to be able to run and jump a fence in times like these. I do know that I'd like to be able to run five, six, seven, eight, nine miles if I need to. I do know that I want to, to have some cardio and have some strength and have some health in my life. I know that I don't want to get caught fucking wheezing going upstairs with whatever the fuck is about to happen in this country over the next 12 months. I'd just rather be, I'd rather be healthy and strong. And, uh, I think it'd be better for you if you were to, that's all I'm saying. Much love everybody from me to you. Stay safe, stay well, love, love and happiness and peace and safety to all of humanity. Team people, baby. Love you. Bye. 